Soul Morning Show with Matt and Mo. Good morning. It's Tuesday. Welcome to Back Row Radio. It's just me in the studio today, Matt. As I explained on yesterday's show, we're doing a, a light week because of some scheduling conflicts. Uh, basically, if you didn't hear yesterday, um, I recorded yesterday's episode several days ago um, because we got word that my dad's liver issues, which you know I've, I've brought up pretty much every week since the show began, my dad's liver issues had gotten significantly, significantly worse in a very short amount of time to where his liver doctor basically told him, look, we, we got to try and get you a transplant. If we don't, you're going to have a few weeks, maybe a few months left uh, to live. So that put a, put a, a coal in our, uh, a hot coal in our shoe and we got to, got to stepping. So uh, we, we all needed to go to Dallas to talk to this transplant surgeon and he wanted us all to come along because he wanted family members, other family members there besides just my dad and my mom because they might be a little too emotional to fully catch everything. But if we had a lot of family members there, then uh, it's almost certain that between all of us, we'll have caught everything that he said and discussed. So I, uh, I drove to Dallas. My nephew uh, was able to leave earlier and drove my mom and my dad up to Dallas. My aunt and my grandmother came down from Oklahoma City. Uh, so there was a whole slew of us there. And uh, we went in and we went to this meeting. And uh, kind of like I thought yesterday, or in yesterday's show, kind of like I thought, uh, this is pretty much the start of an evaluation. And uh, to be honest, it kind of felt like this was a long shot. Uh, the doctor, the doctor was very straightforward. He said, you know, typically we don't even consider transplants, liver transplants for people who are older than 65 or maybe 70 at the most. And my dad is 72 and he's not in good health uh, and he's got a lot of issues. But the reason why he's still being considered is because most of these issues most of the things that have keep kept him down, like stuff that has been putting him in a wheelchair and, and all these other um, bloating and jaundice and potassium issues, almost all of them have developed within the last six months. I mean, two months ago, he was walking on his own. Maybe a little slow, but he could get around and move and he was, he was capable. Six months ago, he was normal. He was hopping, skipping, jumping around, going to parties, having fun, uh, working day in and day out like a normal person, not having any pain, not having any weird things. Uh, so all of the bad, really, really bad stuff. I mean, he's been dealing with the cirrhosis thing for about six or seven years, but all the really, really bad stuff has all come on him really quickly all at once in about the last six to eight months. And so they're hoping that because it came on so quickly, he might be able to bounce back from it a little easier. Um, but they don't really know. They don't even really know if he's in a good enough health position to even have the surgery. The surgery itself is going to be very risky for someone in his condition. 
and uh, the recovery process is going to be very risky and very rigorous. Um, the the one hang-up that we have is that my dad has some severe back pain. <coughs> Pardon me, I also have a cold. My dad has some severe back pain, which uh, has nothing to do with the liver. They discovered a, a, a few months ago that he has a few crushed discs that are putting a puts a bunch of pressure and pain on his spine, and they don't know how it happened. He hasn't had any kind of major falls uh, in a long time, uh, several years. So they're saying it might have happened several years ago, and it's just starting to actually cause a problem now. Um, but the issue with that is because it's a pain management thing and because his big problem is his liver, he can't really take pain medicine. I mean, there are some pain medicines out there and some pain options, even like miracle med- marijuana. I said miracle, medical marijuana and, and those kind of things. But none of them, he's tried them all, seem to be doing the trick. Some will take the edge off a little bit or for a short amount of time, but then it just comes raging right back. And so the problem with this is, is that if he is put on the transplant list and, and is given a transplant, he's going to be expected to have what, he's, what the doctor called a warrior spirit and to get up and to recover and to do all the physical therapy and everything that needs to be done. And the problem is his back is not going to be any better and he will not be able to take medicine that can harm that liver for, for many, many, many months or more. So he'll still have to be dealing with that pain. So that being said, we don't really know if he can do that. He certainly hasn't had a warrior spirit at home. Um, and we're not sure if he's going to be able to develop one in time for this. But what it comes down to is that they, they've put him in the hospital. And there's a team of, of doctors who will basically make the decision on if he'll be put on the transplant list or not. And uh, they're going to have to go through a bunch of, of tests and and deal with a bunch of issues and try and get him into a, a healthy state of mind and a healthy healthier physical state before they can even consider it. So that's where we're at right now. Uh, things keep updating by the hour. So if there's uh, more news, I'll give that to you tomorrow. Uh, but that's where we're at this morning. So because of that, the reason, if you weren't here yesterday, the reason that we have these light episodes is because I had to go to Dallas on Saturday. And the Saturday is when Mo and I can get together and record our shows for the week. And so since we weren't able to do that, we don't really have any other block of time that we can set aside to record. But we didn't want to not have a show for you. So what we're doing is we're putting together these, what I'm doing, I guess, is putting together these light episodes. We're going to have a tiny little segment at the beginning of the hour, tiny little segment midway through the hour, uh, all morning long. And uh, just, a, just a little bit of little, little snippets in between a lot of extra music for you this morning. And it is Indie Music Tuesday, so we've got some independent Christian hits coming your way. Hopefully you can find some some artists that maybe you've never heard before, and you should definitely check some of these guys out. So stick around, enjoy the music. I'll be back in a little bit with more. We'll talk about uh, what holidays we're celebrating today. All right, stick around. See you soon.
Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show Light Edition with just me here in the studio. Let's find out what holidays we're celebrating today because it's October 2nd. So number one is Guardian Angel Day, which, depending on how you celebrate, determines on whether or not I think this should be a holiday at all. If by guardian angel you mean uh, somebody in your life who watches over you, a friend, a figurative guardian angel, more power to you. If you're talking about a specific angel up in heaven that's assigned to watching over you, then that's nonsense. There are several angels, and they're all watching over us all the time. Not one specific guardian angel. Next to it's the International Day of Nonviolence. It is National Fruit at Work Day. National Name Your Car Day. Uh, my car's name is Frank. It is the World Day of Farmed Animals, which I have no idea what that means, I guess. We're celebrating cows and pigs and lambs and junk. And it's also World No Alcohol Day, or if you're a Baptist, it's World No Alcohol Lifetime. Uh, anyway, that's where we're at. Uh, celebrate as you wish today, preferably sans the alcohol. Uh, bring a fruit to work, a banana, an apple, an orange, name your car. Do people do that? That I mean, I was just joking about my car being named Frank. I really don't have a name for my car. Do people still do that? Or is it only people that are like really proud of their cars, really into their cars? Like, this is Alice. No, that's a Mitsubishi. A Mitsubishi. Well, uh, 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 don't hit me if I'm making fun of you, because it's the International Day of Nonviolence as well. Uh, I'm all over the place. I don't know what today to celebrate the most. Um... I think if I had to pick my favorite holiday here, it would be World Day of Farmed Animals, because who doesn't love some good bacon? Stick around. we got some more coming your way in just a little bit. And right now, we've got a whole lot of indie Christian music sprinkled throughout with a few more favorites and top hits right now. And uh, just just enjoy that music. Find a new, new band that you haven't heard of before and, and really dig deep into them. We got quite a few on this list, dozens and dozens and dozens of independent Christian artists. So uh, if you're looking for some specific genre or a specific band, odds are we got you covered. Stick around, keep listening. We'll be back in just a bit. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. We got an interesting, uh, interesting story for you here, and and it might be a little risque, so you might want to cover the kids' ears on this one, unless you want to answer some weird questions. But it just could not go unspoken about. Uh, you might have heard about this already, but maybe not because it's just so weird. Uh, there's a Houston religious group that is pushing back against plans uh, to open a realistic. Robot Brothel in the city of Houston. It's called Kinky's Dolls, an Ontario-based business where customers can rent realistic uh, 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 um, 
adult times robots uh, for a half hour or an hour at a time. Uh, and they recently announced the plan to expand the cities, including Houston, raising the ire of, of course, local religious groups. Micah Gamboa of Elijah Rising, a religious nonprofit dedicated to fighting sex trafficking, is calling for the city to bar kinkiest dolls from opening a sex robot brothel in Houston. So first of all, this is so weird. This is so weird. I mean, we've seen Minority Report, right? Where they had that thing where it was virtual reality. Uh, it was a virtual reality brothel. And we've seen things like Futurama, which kind of toyed with this idea, but that was uh, robots for other robots. This is so strange. So, and it's not even a one business thing. This is a, a, almost a chain that they're trying to start. I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, it's such a weird thing to even think about, but I don't know. Is this better? Is this better, a better alternative than having actual brothels? Is it a better alternative than, you know, prostitution and things of that nature out there? Uh, all these uncomfortable words that I'm saying that you probably don't want me to keep saying. It's, uh, I mean, clearly, clearly it's not a, of a righteous nature, and I don't think it ever could be. Um, but when it comes to our human, our human way of, of, uh, measuring sin or weighing sin between, you know, what's good, what's worse kind of thing. Uh, I don't know. I mean, this, couldn't this itself maybe reduce sex trafficking? Cause there's no people. This is robots. But the fact that we're still encouraging this, that that instead of encouraging society at large to be more restrained and be more chaste and be more abstinent and be more, more responsible, we're just gung-ho with, hey, do what you want. Go nuts. And we're going to have it prepared for you any way we can. And now we got robots. Ah. I honestly just, I really, I'm having a hard time finding a reaction to this. What do you think? It's obviously not good, but is it better? I don't know. Let us know. Think on that while we're listening to some great independent Christian music. We're going to take a break. We'll come back at the top of the hour with more. Uh, it's Top List Tuesday, so we're going to have a list for you here at the top of the hour. Stick around. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. We're glad to have you with us this morning. Well, I'm glad because I'm the only one here. It's a light episode of the Back Row Morning Show and it will be all this week. 
uh, up through Thursday. But we thank you for being here. It is Top List Tuesday. Let me put that T in there to make sure you understand my phrasing correctly. Top List Tuesday. We got five things our kids don't need from us and five things that they really need from us. Uh, So five things our kids don't need from us. They do not need our money. They do not need our stuff. They definitely don't need our anger and harshness. They don't need our bitterness. And they don't need our pride. Those are not the primary things we should be giving or showcasing to our children. What they really need from us, they need to see our relationship with Jesus Christ so that they themselves can see what it's like to be modeled after after someone who believes in Christ and someone who is letting their lives be led by Christ's will and his will alone. They need to see that in action, especially if they themselves have not made a commitment yet to Christ. They need our love. And of course, this includes protection and provision. But ultimately, it also includes actual physical love. They need our our hand on their shoulder. They need a shoulder to cry on. They need hugs from the mother and the father. They need our time. Everybody always told me that when I first became a father, and they still tell me that now, is that time goes by so quickly. I mean, I can't believe that my oldest son is already four, and my youngest is is a, a year and a half now, coming up on two really quickly. I mean, time is going by really quickly. I feel like we just had Eli, my oldest That time slips by so fast, but we don't notice it because in the moment it feels like we have all the time in the world. Devote some time to your kids. Make it a priority. Make it a schedule. Kids need our encouragement. And by this, it means both praise and discipline because disciplining them encourages them to be better. Don't be afraid of discipline, especially in the name of appearing to be your child's friend. They need a parent. They need someone who will lay down the law. They need someone who will model God's relationship with his people. And then lastly, they need our humility. Mercy and grace pour from a humble heart. You're going to make mistakes as a parent. You're going to need to come to a place where you're able to admit those mistakes to your children and to apologize for them, to be humble. We're going to need to show grace, show mercy to our children too. It's a wonderful, wonderful blessing to be a parent. Let's do it the best we can. Stick around when we come back. We'll have five random facts. But until then, enjoy a little bit more of our independent Christian music. We're heavy-handed with the with the indie on Tuesday mornings. We'll throw in a couple hits and favorites from, 
from yesterday and today as well. Um, but uh, stick around, enjoy, find some new music that maybe you've never heard of before, get a new band in your rotation that doesn't have as much mainstream connections as uh, some of these guys out there like Chris Tomlin and whatnot who everybody knows. Maybe you're going to find that underground hit. You're going to like You're going to be the hipster. You're going to like this band before they were cool. Eh? So stick around. See what you got. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show Light Edition. Glad you're here with me in the studio today. We got a few facts coming your way today. Number one, ancient Greeks would eat beans as they thought that they contained the souls of the dead. All right, then. In 1900, all the world's mathematical knowledge could be written in about 80 books. Today, it would fill more than 100,000 Next up, Lilydale, a town uh, an hour southwest of Buffalo, New York, has a population of just 275, virtually all of whom are psychics and other spiritualists. Weirdos. Uh, MSN uh, brings us this fact. Jessica, one of the most popular names in America for the better part of the 1980s and the 1990s, was actually coined by Shakespeare. Shakespeare came up with the name Jessica. My first girlfriend was named Jessica. Uh, And then, (laughs) lastly, there is a hot pink lake in Australia. Western Australia's Lake Hillier has a natural occurring pink hue. I would feel like I'd be swimming in Pepto-Bismol. Which, you know, might not be the worst thing. uh, Because I'm... I'm getting up in years where if I have pizza after 5 p.m., I'm dying for some Pepto-Bismol. So we could go take a nice little dip in the lake. A little after-dinner dip in Pepto-Bismol Lake. (laughs) Hey, stick around. We got some more Back Row Radio coming your way. Back Row Morning Show. We got one more segment before we clock out for the morning. Uh, Stick around with us. We got some indie music coming your way, too. And I will see you in just a few. the back row morning show thank you for joining us on this light edition here on this tuesday morning uh before we go let's let's share a little bit of news retailer nordstrom is facing criticism online after offering a pair of 530 dollars shoes that come pre-scuffed up and held together with tape the quote-unquote superstar taped sneakers Created by upscale brand Golden Goose and sold on Nordstrom's website, feature quote-unquote crumbly, hold-it-all-together tape and quote-unquote a grungy rubber cup sole. The website charitably describes the shoes as distressed. 
<laughs> the sneakers have drawn criticism online for what critics described as trying to make poverty poverty fashionable to the affluent. This reminds me of uh, Zoolander, right? Wasn't the whole deal as as uh, Zoolander was getting back into modeling to model the derelict campaign, which was all inspired by like homeless people and stuff covered in trash bags and filth and gross. Uh, yeah, it's not very, uh, not very politically correct, I guess. I don't know, but I mean, this isn't a way that I even agree with. It's just a little, it's, it's a bit much. I don't understand fashion. I really don't. It started with hats. Okay. I didn't understand how trucker hats became so popular way back when, and I still don't understand flat bill hats and leaving the stickers on the hat and leaving tags on the hat. I don't get it. Uh, in fact, we went to uh, when we were in we were in Dallas uh, before we came back up. Uh, my my nephew Chris and I went to the mall there, the Galleria, and there's a store in there, a Christian store I've never heard of. It's a Christian like fashion store called Three Sixteen. You go in there and they got some dope stuff. And it's not too expensive. I mean, it's a little more expensive than what you get at like, you know, a parable Christian bookstore. But but the stuff is really high quality, really good looking stuff. But they had flat bill caps, you know, with their logos and stuff on it. But then they had a section with the, you know, the curved bill caps. And they call it the dad cap. And I'm like, that's not fair. Call it a baseball cap. Don't call it the dad cap. They're not out of fashion, and they look better than the stupid flat bill hats. Flat bill hats have never looked good. They look so bad. They look so terrible. They remind me of back in the 90s when they had those hats where the bill flipped up ways. I think, they, I think Jazzy Jeff wore it once on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. This is dumb. So dumb. I don't like getting older and being told that my tastes are dad tastes. I'm dressing like a dad because I like a curved bill on my hat. Ooh, I went off in a tirade on hats. I'm sorry. But I thought I didn't understand fashion then. And then like five or six years ago, uh, wasn't it, when Kanye came out with his fashion line and in there was a plain white T-shirt. 100% plain. Nothing. No logo in the bottom corner, nothing. Just a plain white t-shirt for like $200. Excuse me, Kanye West. How dare you? But that thing sold out. People bought it in droves. <coughs> ah, I'm so mad, I'm, my throat's getting dry. So I just, I don't under, I don't understand. I don't understand where fashion's going. And I'm sitting here in my jeans and my long sleeve uh, crew neck shirt, whatever. Uh, I'm comfortable. I know that. I look all right. I guess I am a dad. Fine. I'm a dad. I'm wearing dad clothes. Whatever, guys. Flat bills are stupid. And even more stupid is leaving the tags on the hat when you wear them. You bought the hat. Why are you trying to make it look like you stole the hat? That's dumb. That's so dumb. That is the dumbest thing. Just stop it. It's not status. It doesn't give you any status. So he's he left a sticker on his hat. That man is a baller. Just, just get 
past it. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, I'm so mad. I'm so, I've made myself really mad. I am so angry right now. Why did I read this story? Why did I start with this story? And why did I get off on hats? Ugh. Okay. I'm done. I'm going to stop that. You know what? I need a better frame of mind. It's time to end the show. Why don't we go to the verse for the day and the quote for the day. <coughs> Man, my throat really is dry now. Sorry about that. All right. Let's see our verse for the day. The verse for the day for October 2nd is Proverbs 29, 25. Fear of man will prove to be a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe. And our thought for the day comes from Tim Keller. The gospel message should both humble and lift the believer up at the same time. Whew, that's all we got for you today. Thank you for joining me. I said this is the royal we. Again, it's just me in the studio today. Everything should be back to normal next week, but I thank you for sticking it out with us for this light, these light shows. Um, tomorrow, you know, like I said with my dad and the update with my dad, they're coming in, you know, every few hours. So tomorrow I'll, I'll know a little bit more, and I'll continue to keep you all apprised as to what's going on. Um, if you all could pray, I'd be grateful. Uh, I'm sure he's still finding out things as you're listening to this right now. So if you could pray for for a miracle, if you could pray for for comfort, if you can pray for strength for my dad and for my mom and for the rest of the family, I'd be extremely grateful. Uh, I love you guys. Stick with us. Uh, we still got a little bit more indie music, and of course we play indie music all throughout the day. Our music doesn't stop when the morning show stops. The music goes on 24-7. And it's always, always amazing. And we love to have you as a part of our listener base. Spread the word. Spread the news. Get other people listening to Back Row Radio. Let's make this thing big. And let's keep encouraging each other. Love you. See you tomorrow. If you need me, I'll be in the back. <laughs>